<laughs> what are the what's with these teams that are fumbling the league? Ah yeah, ah guys. Okay, look, I think let's get started. Let's get started. Okay, yeah, welcome man. to Sports One Hundred One. Even though now we are already in it. Yeah, already in it. Hey, Patreon. Look, I don't know if you guys remember, like, you know, like, all these music artists, like, if they have a very good first album, generally the second album isn't as good. I'm trying to think of some examples of some artists that had, like, a, a really banging first album, and that was about it. Every other album didn't live up to expectation. <laughs> I know. Hey, probably Humoto will help you with that. She's... Is is that guy who keeps track of everything? Everything, eh? Everything. Mm-hmm. No, but we'll get back to get back to that. So, look, I think this is start general. How was your week? How would you rate your week on a scale of one to ten? Let's start with you, uh, Ketza. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know my week was pretty average. A lot of disappointments, actually. So, as far as sports is concerned, nah, I was not a happy chap at all. Um, especially with the local game, um, PSL. Um, I think my team has been fumbling big time. I even made a promise that I'm not going to be watching them for the next few games. Um, who's your team, Keta? Reveal, who's your team? Ah, uh, cheers, my man. Who cheers. else is But have you been watching the previous games or not? No, I watched the last game on Wednesday during the week, okay, but this uh, okay. You you are out. the problem. You are <laughs> the problem. So you need to we need to do an experiment. So next game you're not gonna watch, and let's see if they win or lose. If they win, then we know you must not watch for the rest of the season. You must no, not watch any game. No, but I did not yeah. watch yesterday, and they lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there goes that theory. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's one of those. <laughs> But yeah, it's just interesting to see other developments, especially with the transfer market out there mm. to see the player movement. I must say Chelsea's really has been the biggest mover so far. They are on their seventh signing. If this new deal is going to pull through, they would have signed seven players. And I uh, see um, uh, Kante might be going to Inter, you know, with all these movements happening, which is quite interesting. Other than that, just all the noise about Messi is all we are hearing, but uh, do oh, you're hearing, yeah? yeah. Nah, nice. And Kahiso, how was your week? How would you rate your week on a scale of one to ten? Yes, yes. Okay, Chiefs kind of screwed everything. Um, <laughs> and like Chiefs, Ferrari, ah, and like ah, it was a cuck weekend. Um, I'll say I'll say I'll give it a I'll give it a three I'll give it a three three. that bad yeah because because even like on the cricket front Pakistan looked like they were beating England and then they bowled like crap and then England chased down their competitive actually everyone I wanted to lose except Sundowns okay Sundowns ended up losing but yeah it was just bad bad results in here the yeah. Ferrari saga hurts me. Yeah, look, it's painful. Hey, watching Ferrari is painful <laughs> nowadays. Eh, painful. Ah, ah, Joe. Ah, Joe. Hey, yo, man, yo. Like, KG, how, how's your week? Uh, good evening, gents. <laughs> evening, so, evening. 
So you see with me, gents, I'm I'm surrounded by the aura and the glow <laughs> of Barcelona suffering. So sometimes lost, sometimes lost. Ferrari's horrible, as you guys just said, but Barcelona's in flames. So whatever happens, <laughs> I'm alright. <laughs> as long as there's this course, then come new. Ah, guys. <laughs> Oh my you have the time of your life. As far as the PSL goes, look, man. Uh, at, at some point, I was pretty certain Jesus is going to win the league, and I was like, you know what? It's fine. We'll be back next season. We can't win every year. We can't win every year. It's, it's, it's unreasonable. As good as we are, we can't win every year. Cheese must take it. They gave us a gap. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm very annoyed <laughs> that we dropped. We dropped the ball here, man. We dropped the ball here. I'm very annoyed at that, but I don't mind losing the league. I don't mind. And I mean that. And I mean that. But what's happening in Catalonia? Spain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love it. <laughs> you loving it, eh? Ah, I love it, man. Ah, you man. are loving it, eh? Yeah. yeah. So your, your week, you'd rate it an 8 out of 10, clearly. Ah, no, it's a 10. It's a 10. It's a 10. Something, <laughs> until something changes, it's a 10. It's a oh, 10. man. Oh. No, look, let's jump into it. Say, PSL, what's going on in the PSL? Because, look, at, at some point, you really thought the league is gone and there's no one that's going to catch Chiefs. But, yeah, it seems like uh, during the break, uh, a couple of the players were... We're not training. I don't know what they were doing, but they definitely were not training. Ah, dude, the gents are overweight. Guys, did you see? Hey, Manyama is not a... Like, he's competing with me as far as a bit drift is concerned. Yeah, ah, yeah. Manyama is that bad structure, man. But, um, <laughs> I, the guys... No, 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 but still, he's chunky. They, they look really unfit. Like, you know, I see sometimes when the camera zooms into some of the players. The breathing is really not of a, a yeah. fit players. You know, I've been saying uh, Kekane has been suffering, you know, against these young boys in the midfield. They, they are just finishing him and I can only attribute it to fitness because before the lock, uh, the, the lockdown and all this, um, he was doing very well, dominating, but yeah, it's, I'm just noticing a lot of players that were doing well are suffering. Even at Paris, this guy, their top goal scorer, what's his name? Mahango. Um, Mahango. He looks overweight, horribly overweight. Yeah. Struggling to, you know, to beat defenders like he used to before lockdown. So it's, it's very strange what these guys were up to during lockdown. It looks like the professionality like- is really bad. Yeah, dude. I think that 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 is the thing, right? I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, clearly, like a lot of them thought the season was over, you know, because mm. because like when I'm thinking about the professionalism, I mean, in other parts of the world, people use this time off to 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 improve their physique. Like our players went the opposite direction, chef. Like Oaks are breathing heavily. Like I, 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 dude, and you're a professional athlete, Joe. Like, it's not like the other team is running you down, you know. Like, but also you can see it's even, it's even, you know, affecting the performance. Like the last ten to fifteen minutes of almost every PSL match have been horrible to watch. 
it's painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, look, guys, I, I, I'll speak for Sundowns, man. We are just out of ideas. I watched the game yesterday. Guys were running. Beatles playing without a striker, but they're playing long balls. Like, who are you playing <laughs> the long balls in for? You don't have a central guy for that. We, we're just out of ideas. It's, it's, it's shocking. It's shocking. And, and to say, you know, it's because Temba's one is off form. Are uh, we really going to say a team that has the highest wage bill in South Africa depends on one player? No, man. No. So the, the league must just end. They, they should have just given it to Chiefs, actually. I take it back. They should have just... It's horrible. The pitches are it's horrible. horrible. The pitches are horrible. The, the quality is horrible. <laughs> Did you see that Dobsonville Stadium pitch? It's horrible. Like, everything is horrible. I know. End it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's been painful to watch. I, I, I can tell you. Across board, I think only the teams that are fighting relegations have shown some sort of energy. And yeah. I think mostly because they still have a lot of young players. What I'm seeing now with the big teams, it's all these highly paid players who are probably just using this time to spend all their money and have a good time and you can see it in their body. Mm. You, know, you, know what I, you know what I wondered? I wondered if Vits and Super Sports could catch your Kesa Chiefs in sometimes. Before lockdown, it seemed almost impossible. But looking at it now, Bidvest is what, four points behind the, the top two. Super Sport is six points. Look, that's a game or two, and they, they could potentially win the league. Do you think it would be possible for like a Bidvest or Super Sport to actually win this league? I wouldn't write it off. Yeah, no, look, man, it's a long shot. There's only two games left. I don't see Bets winning two games in a row. No one has won two games in a row. (laughs) 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 Look, guys, there's one upside here. There's one upside. Swallows is back. I suppose for the history of of the game and the heritage, the fact that Morocco Swallows is back is a good thing for the PSL. Yeah, that was a very emotional tribute. I was listening to Marawa this afternoon. Hey, man, um, Lesufi was really emotional about the whole project. And he actually um, was, like, it was his last, it was his farewell speech saying because of his political affiliation and what he got, he can't continue now that they are back in the league. He's happy that he's achieved the project. He's handing over the reins to people that will strictly focus on the sports but when he painted a picture of the journey it really was geez they were owing they were 200 and something million in debt million my goodness and uh, two years after he joined they managed to to be debt free I mean I, I couldn't believe that even Morocco Swallows the name itself didn't even belong to them it was owned by some German uh, company and oh, they had to get the rights to the name it was a whole long story but it was really, really touching to hear the story behind it. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to see what they'll do and hopefully they stay long. Like, teams like that must never disappear. Yeah, yeah. No, but, man, Panyaza for president. Hey, but, I still but, but, say, Panyaza for president. This is the question, man. How did Morocco Salos raise 200 million? 
Hey, hey, for presidents, he can do the things that cannot be done. 200 million. The question is, who do they own now? That's the question. Well, it will be interesting to know. But apparently, there were a lot of things that were badly done. Like Mm. management back then was just, yeah, it was really, Mm. really very hard. Look, yeah. and I know they kicked off a crowdfunding campaign eh, to raise some funds to get Swallows back in the league. So clearly those efforts uh, did pretty well. So look, if you look at the PSL, the next fixtures, we've got Pulukwane City, Mamelodi Sundowns, Keza Chiefs, Chipa United. Any predictions for those two games? Uh, I just... I'll, I'll let the Kaiser Chiefs guys go first. Eh? <laughs> Definitely a Sundowns win. I, I'm not sure about the other guy. Aye, Chiefs. Aye, Brad. This is tough. Aren't we done with this segment yet? <laughs> but look, I, I think it's... it's. Uh, I would say uh, Chiefs has the harder games. They've got... Uh, they've got Chipa United, but then they've got Barroca. Yeah, Barocco is a problem. Sometimes they, yeah, Relegation. it's a problem. But even even Pulukwan hey. is last last right at the bottom, but they still have a chance to survive. They are three points away from the guy that's like four places above them. So it's really mm-hmm. still gonna be tight. Yeah, yeah look, it, it if if they were playing like mid-tier teams, we could say, okay, no, 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 it's gonna be a fairly straightforward, but because they're playing teams that are relegation threatened, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be the games of their lives. Kekana's gonna be breathing harder than he's ever breathed before. <laughs> so, so look, then, in terms of in terms of Keza Chiefs, Keza Chiefs should be able to beat uh, Baraka because they have the height in the box. And every time we put in a ball, uh, ball into the box yesterday, we caused panic. But we didn't do it enough, and we didn't do it enough because we don't have those kind of players. Yeah, Chiefs have those kind of players, so I think they, they they'll be fairly comfortable against Barocca. Ah, and hopefully look. they play at a better stadium because oh, that Dobson Hill ground, <laughs> it's shocking. Uh, it's shocking. Yeah, it's a shocking pitch. It's shocking. Hi. Yeah, it's but yeah, we'll see. Wednesday. When are the games on Wednesday? Wednesday. Mm, Wednesday. Wednesday I, and Saturday. Okay, look, I think that's enough uh, Chiefs misery there for us to go through. <laughs> let's, let's 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 go to the oh look, we didn't even mention pirates. That's how bad it is, eh? That's how bad things are <laughs> pirates, eh? So yeah, if Chiefs is feeling bad, pirates should be even worse. So NBA playoffs. Look, I've just caught a couple of highlights here and there. But yeah, it seems like it is lit. Things are really heating up there. Ish, dude. I the Boston Celtics made a statement yesterday or this morning. Yo, yo, they're officially a problem now. Like they 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 they, they cannot blow away the Raptors. I didn't see that coming for game one of the conference semis. So yeah, yeah. Look, the East is is quite interesting. I think the eventual look. I suppose if the Clippers make it to the finals, they'll take it. But yeah, the East is also looking quite powerful. It's actually mm-hmm. panning out to be quite interesting. Um, um, look, um, at the end of the day, with with the Clippers, it was an obvious thing. Um, the Lakers, yeah, 
Damien Lillard alone wasn't going to be too much for them, as you were right. Uh, but this next round becomes tricky in the West. Let's see how it pans out. Uh, as far as um, the Celtics and the Raptors this morning, look, the Celtics jumped to a, I think it was a 24-point lead. And after that, the Raptors were constantly playing catch-up. Uh, the, the, the Raptors will win. I'll say Raptors in six, four-two. Yeah, Raptors in mm-hmm. six. And the West. So look, uh, the Clippers versus. Oh no, the Clippers still don't know who they're playing because OKC and wait, wait, wait. What's it? The Clippers are playing. Oh no, no, it's not decided because the Jazz and uh, yeah, the Nuggets t- took it to Game Seven, and the Lakers mm. also don't know who they're playing. So mm. ah, look. I see the Jazz coming out, Game 7, Clippers versus Jazz. And you know what, man? You know what? Stranger things have happened, but the Clippers should win. But the game of the of the playoffs for me will be the Rockets versus the Lakers. Ooh. Yeah. It's going to be fire. Okay, that series is going to be fire. But that, again, ah, I'm with LeBron, yeah? Team LeBron. So mm-hmm. the Lakers should... Should see that too. Yeah, um, no, I suppose. Look, but the Lakers, like you said, if LeBron and, and AD aren't, aren't, aren't on song in the evening, like they don't have enough support. Yeah, that's the problem, man. If, if your two best players don't show up, you lose. You will lose. Yeah. So, so they have to show up. They have to show up without a fail. But I think we're sleeping on one of the most exciting series ever that would be the Bucks versus the Heat the Bucks oh, are yeah? the Heat are the only team that the Bucks have lost to the past two seasons by lot by lose I mean they're the losing record against the Miami Heat because the Miami Heat know how to defend against Giannis Antetokounmpo so that should be fascinating because they have a guy there called Bam Adebayo He's like the game mm. freak as well, but he's from Cameroon, I think. So he's the yeah. game freak. So yeah. he can he can match up very well against Janus. So it will be very interesting. And the Heat can shoot. Yeah, yeah that will be hot. And and, and Jimmy Butler has been on song. Yeah, so I know win for a treat, man. It's 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 paradise. It's sports paradise, man. Yeah, ah, it's sports paradise. Yeah, look, talking about treats, if only uh, DSTV catch-up could have the highlights of the NBA, <laughs> that would be a treat, man. <laughs> if they can just have that, so you don't have to stay up in the morning or late at night. C- come on, guys, come on, come on. Okay, uh, so, yeah, look, it looks like we're in for a treat. And talking about treats, uh, every team is looking at Ferrari and uh, thinking, hey, that's a treat. We're going to... We're just going to lap this team. <laughs> We're going to do things to this team. <laughs> they, they basically, they are snack right now. Wait, they are gents. snack. Every team's looking at them like a snack. Hey, gents. Wait, gents. Was Ferrari left yesterday? No, okay. It wasn't left. But look, you could see that the battle for Ferrari was not coming in last place. That was the only focus in Spa. <laughs> ah. That was it. No, it's ah, bad, but bad. we've got we've got Monza coming up. Look, this is the home of Ferrari. Like, 
if there's anything Ferrari can pull, if there's any rabbit that they need to pull out of the heads, this would be the time to pull that rabbit out. Whatever they were doing last year, they need to do it again somehow. They need to find whatever they were doing. Because when I looked at the Belgian Grand Prix, it seems like they don't have the car and they don't have the strategy. The drivers are asking, are we on plan B or plan C? They're like, we don't know. Yeah, we'll let you know later. <laughs> drivers are like, okay, now what, what must happen now? Look, it seems like nothing is working at Ferrari at the moment. But look, this is the home of Ferrari. So they have to. They just have to perform. Yeah, look, hey. not going to happen, man. Sorry. They just don't have the power, Chester. Uh, Formula One doesn't work like that. It's not like a, a football match where you can say the yeah. white people have heart and spirit and play with yeah. courage. And no. It doesn't work like that. That's uh, not going to happen. Mm, no, but look, uh, Lewis Hamilton, he put in a mighty performance again. Look, if he... If he qualifies well, he stays in pole, he wins the race, that's it. It's like, uh, yeah, look, even He's the commentators, true. even the commentators were like, come on, but us, give us a race, because there's no race here. Like, <laughs> the commentators are asking for a race. He's two away from Shumi, ne? Yeah, look, if he hasn't passed him already, I think with He's the past two career poles, and yeah. He is, no, yeah, he's... Yeah, career polls. Yeah, I think he's two away. So, qualifiers, yeah, the... he did. Yeah? Yes, qualifiers, yes, he has. Yeah, qualifiers, he has. But I think, yeah, no. From, from like, Paul, yeah, he's, he's two away. I mean, uh, like, no. how can you be half a second quicker than your teammates? Half a second. I mean, that's light years in, in Formula 1. Look, gents, I'll, I'll start watching the F1 in two years. When Yeah. Right, right now, if Mercedes qualifies one and two, you know how the race is going to end. They have a very fast car, but it's fast and reliable, and you can't beat that. So uh, mm. I'll start watching. Okay, okay, maybe next season, and hope for a miracle. <laughs> but until then, my Sundays, I'll find other things to do with my Sundays. Look, <laughs> uh, if, if, if there was one thing that one would be chuffed off now, because I know he's had a tough time, I was, even though he didn't get on the podium, I was quite chuffed for Daniel Ricciardo and for Esteban Ocon. Like that 4.5 for, for Renault was good. Um, yeah. Like, like with Esteban Ocon, with him losing his place uh, previously, and then Daniel Ricciardo making the shock move to Renault. Like, it's just one of those stories where, like, you're like, yo, eventually, just something, you know, for them. So, yeah, it was good to see. Yeah, because, look, um, they look pretty quick. Not the last race, but the, the previous one. The Renault looked pretty quick. In the hot weather, especially, it looks like uh, it's quite formidable. So, I don't know what happened in the previous Grand Prix, but... The, the other one, they look pretty quick and they seem like they had that pace uh, this weekend too. And another another driver who I think is going to experience a lot of pressure, uh, the Renault, no, the Red Bull driver, is it Albon, the tall guy? Yeah. Yeah, look, they really want him up there with Verstappen so that they can challenge Mercedes, but I think it's his first season there. 
he's gonna have a lot of pressure on him and i don't know if he'll be able to react to that pressure the irony is that he came in for pierre gasly who experienced the same kind of pressure and pierre mm. gasly is now doing relatively well it's so ironic so, so ironic, <laughs> right? yeah you know definitely yeah. definitely let's see how okay. chris honor deals with that one Mm. But yeah, he even seems like he's putting a lot of pressure on Albon. So a lot. Ah, he's can... losing his patience. That guy. He's that guy doesn't take patience. crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised eh, if come next season there's a new driver there next I... to a Max. Yeah, they'll just swap out Gasly again. Again, imagine that would be something. <laughs> that would be something. Okay, yeah, now let's let's bad. take things uh further is it further north or further south to to camp now or camp new <laughs> as they call it. What's going on at Barcelona? <laughs> Look, it, it seems like there's a new story every day. What is going on at Barcelona? Uh, Chief. Alright, we must we we'll leave it to the to to the real Madrid guy <laughs> to to start off <laughs> to start <laughs> us off. I, 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 I was about, I was about to say I'll come in last year, but it's fine. I can start. <laughs> For years and years, people have been harping on about how Barcelona, more than a club, everyone is harmonious, everyone is peaceful. They're not underhanded. Messi's an angel, Xavi's an angel, Iniesta's hot scent, these guys couldn't hurt a fly, they are not divas. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we we sold our generational player two seasons ago. There was no hoopla. The men said, yo guys, I see my career away from this, I want to go. We found the team that wanted to buy him. He sold it. He sold it. That was it. That, that was after losing to Ajax. And yes, granted, it was not 8-2. But no one panicked and no one demanded transfers. We're like, okay, guys, we've lost. Let's regroup. Let's see what we can do. And we bounced back. We bounced back. Not immediately. It took us a season. Last season, we were horrible. But we went through it. We're like, no, guys, we're horrible now. Let's just go through a horrible season and bounce back. But Messi, Messi's being like a petulant kid. He's holding a club to ransom. An entire club, he's saying, no, I, I'm just not going to cut. Yeah. No, man. That, 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 as much as I'm happy about it, I'm happy that it shows that everyone is human. Everyone is human. People are acting like Messi's an mm. angel who does no wrong, but we can all see he's a diva. If anything, he's a bigger diva <laughs> than CL7, who just left. The bigger diva. And I was like, no... I wanna, uh, he must go to uh, I was listening to ESPN FC this morning <laughs> and then Drake Bailey was he must get his ass back to the camp now and go train with his friends that's all he needs to do go train with your friends he lost he lost <laughs> but but what defines <laughs> a, a, a goat as they bounce back and like saying I, mm. you know, our club is going nowhere I'm going to look for another club that's not goat I'm sorry that is not goat Look, ah, but do you wanna do you wanna attribute all of these things to that loss, or there's a lot happening? I think here? there's a bigger play here, and 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 a big part of it is political. Reality is, Barca is at the crossroad right now. Their golden generation is finished, right? It's finished. 
and 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 Busquets is not what he used to be. Suarez, even though he came late into that golden generation, well, so like there's it's it's as with nature, it's a purge. So now the problem here, I mean, to think that Messi's tantrum came after Kuman made it clear that um, he doesn't want Suarez. You can see it's like the old guard is still trying to hold on, you know, as to say who's in power. The reality is that there's someone new, and I agree with Mars. Messi is being a is being a diva because reality is that Suarez is in the Messi corner, and he he wouldn't want Suarez out. Number one, number two, by virtue of Kumen saying that um, um, uh, De Jong is going to play in the position that he plays for 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 Netherlands. He is tacitly demoting Sergio Busquets. So for me, I see this as a form of protest to say, okay, the new leadership is doing away with my team or with my people or the people he held close in the dressing room. That means they'll be, you know, reduced to deputies. And who knows, even when Eric Garcia comes with Langley playing still as well as he does, what does it mean for Gerard Piquet? Because clearly they are getting Eric Garcia from Man City. So it's one of those where people, it's time, it's time. Yes, Messi would still play, but maybe it's one of those where he says, I must leave on my own terms, but it's still very diva-like. And Messi has always had that. I've always pointed it out. Look at what happened with Argentina. He missed the penalty, they lost, he retired. You know, like it's, it's you know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's one of those where things must always go his way, and and I, I also wonder the fact that look at how they got out of the Champions League in the past two seasons, be it at Roma, be it at Liverpool, and now most recently with Bayern, it's like whenever things go slightly wrong, then there's a total fall apart. So if anything, Messi is an amazing doer, but he's not a great leader. Uh, I can say that as much. He will give you the amazing end product on the pitch, but at the end of the day, he can't lead because clearly he becomes grumpy and then people feel the energy. There's no ways you can blow a 3-0 lead twice and then you go and get blown out 8-2. Like, it just doesn't make sense if you have the greatest footballer on the pitch. Where is he leading those guys with that armband? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that he is a diva. And look, he's great. He's the greatest, sharp. But um, um, when things don't go wrong, he doesn't really know how to deal with the situation. Maybe it is time. And for me, I feel like this is a blessing in disguise for Barca. Let Kuman do a whole regeneration because he did that very well with with Netherlands. Yeah. No, but now, let's say Messi stays. Can the team really recover from the damage? And, you know, will the relationship between him now and the coach, coach and staff really be... A working a workable relationship because in my view maybe it is actually time for even Messi to leave but I I think from a business and from a brand perspective I mean I can't imagine passages unexpectedly losing Messi otherwise who do they build the whole team around I think just from a I realize that guys like Messi and Cristiano they are bigger than mm. football now I mean I just I was telling someone that actually to understand how powerful these guys are when Cristiano went to Italy multi-choice signed the rights to broadcast yeah. the Italian league you know it was it, they are that powerful because they draw that many numbers just them so and I think Spanish football mm-hmm. as a whole not just Barcelona sees that I mean you lost Cristiano a few years ago now you're going to lose Messi and then now you're thinking who actually 
yes, there's still a lot of good players, but individually, who in Spain would be like now the air yeah, draw card, you know. And I think that that's that's a, that's a big battle. But also from a footballing perspective, I just think it would be good. Me, I think it would be great if Messi moved somewhere else, just just for interest's sake, just to see him at Man City. Doesn't matter where he goes, but I'd really love to see uh, Messi in a different club drawing like a different kind of attention and just for football's sake he's left with three years of legs in him let him go but it's difficult for him to go at that price who can afford that I mean how is it is it even possible for him to be bought by anyone at this point or is he just gonna stay yeah, frustrated no. you see yeah you look see what, completely. What, uh, what Barcelona fans don't realise and I realise because I'm on the other side right they had a, a generational team. So you had Danny Alves at right back. You had Jordi Alba at left back. Uh, PK, PK, Puyol and the other guys that didn't really matter much. Because the guys who made Baka Baka was their midfield. You had Busquets, you had Xavi, you had Iniesta, you had Messi, you had uh, Villa, you had Pedro, you had Neymar, you had Suarez. Those are generational players. But nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts mm. forever. It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. And, and as far as Messi leaving, hey, it'll hurt La Liga because obviously now we've lost Cristiano Ronaldo, as you guys just said, and now we're going to lose Messi as well. But we'll recover, man. We'll recover. And for Barcelona's sake, for Barcelona's sake, they, they needed to start the transition period at some point. And now they're started. So better now mm. than never. But in as much as you think it's too late, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. You think it's too late for them to rebuild? Because look, if you look at Barca and the players that they've bought over, let's say over the past three seasons, some of them they don't look like they make that much sense. Or they don't really fit in to the usual Barca type of mold. So I'm wondering. Is, is it too late? Have they thought about the succession plan a bit too late? No, now that all the, the historic players have gone now, is, is it too late for them? You see, TK, you're sounding like a Barcelona fan when you speak about Barcelona molds. Barcelona molds was Xavi and Iniesta and Messi. Everyone else was, they were good, but not at the level of those three guys. Let's, let's, let's be honest. People, oh, this player has Barcelona DNA. What? Passing the ball. All professional players can pass the ball. Come on, man. It's just that in your team, any team that had Iniesta and Messi at one time at their peak was going to dominate. <laughs> they dominated. They dominated. Mm. So this is Barcelona mold, mold, mold. It, it started, and, and it, it leads me to another thing that maybe we need to look at at, at, at another podcast where we say, is Guardiola really that great? I know it's going to hurt Domi. I know it's going to hurt Domi if we talk about this. But we need to have that conversation. Is Guardiola, is Guardiola really that I've been thinking about that. We need to discuss that. I'm just mm. saying. Yeah, look, one, one important point when you're watching the Champions League final, one of the commentators said that if you look at the, the, the coach for Bayern Munich, he says Six. that his team plays three at the back. That's the way that they play. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
any team that comes here needs to know that's how they play they're not changing they're not going to adapt to whichever team is coming mm. and that's quite different to Pep Guardiola where he look at the opposition and he'll even change his team around yeah. to see what would be the best formation to beat that He's team coach of all time yeah that's what yeah. he did he changed his team no no but Pep also used to be that guy who yeah. sticks to what it does and uh, and then I think the one time when uh, yeah. Liverpool finished him when he tried <laughs> and then he was like mm, yeah. this this is not <laughs> you're <work."> right look <laughs> the thing is that one thing and it happens with all managers right Pep has gotten to the thing is that if you are at the top of your game or if you dominate in any league people will study you people will study you and it comes to the point where you have to adapt um um you have to improve and 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 the question is has he reached the ceiling is he great i still generally believe he's great simply because i've seen how he's almost improved the upside of certain players you know like like i i i used to be one of the guys that said sterling was was the worst like the most overrated player uh, and but his numbers now and his improvement and how people run you know so there, there are those finer things i mean there was that time no, you look PK, at the 100 hundred... can i interject i'm sorry no i can't, I can't let this slide can we save this for another episode Okay. Because no, yeah, look, no, no. I think this will need an entire episode. So look, okay. I think with with Messi, so <laughs> I think what we're saying is that we are doubting if he's really the greatest of all time. And look, I no, agree with no, you guys. No. I, I, don't, I, I don't think he's a leader. He's not. He's not a captain, man. He's not an Aaron Mukwena. He's not that type of I, that type of leader. Hey, 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 <laughs> leader. Okay, I had to throw that in there. But look, when you look at Messi, look, he's a brilliant player. He's an amazing player, probably best in the world. Greatest footballer. Yeah, greatest footballer, but yeah, not greatest leader. Not someone that's, yeah, if you are 3-0 down, okay, maybe some games he can do it if he's playing like... Against uh, the Real Betis. Yeah, Real Betis, yeah, some some team like that. Uh, But when the pressure is really on... That's when you really see him start to buckle, and we see that a lot with Argentina, where they've made him captain, they put all that responsibility on his shoulders, and he just can't he can't deal with that. But look, I'm gonna pose something quite different, a different view to why Messi is acting up. So look, with players, all these players, they've got their contracts, and in your contract, you've got a couple of key things within the contract. You've got your base salary, then you've got your performances, like how many games you play, how many goals that you score and the likes, and they can factor all of those components into your compensation. And hence, you'll get a player like Messi who, at the end of the season, come out with more than 100 million or something like that. As long as he's playing, as long as he's scoring, he will get more than 100 million per season. That's how much he'll cover. Now, with COVID and them not being able to play, he has not made as much as he could have last season. And, and if you look... If you look ah, at a player, no, ah, so if you look at a player, he he knows that look, I'm going to retire in two years time. By the time I retire, I need to have made x much of money. Now COVID has really cut that down. Now he's got this gap that he needs to fall now. And I think that's why he's looking to things up. Okay, but listen, no, hear me out. So, listen, look, listen. 
Messi was one of the guys that was named in the Panama Papers too for this tax evasion. He's one of the big high-profile names. So he's been doing dodgy tax deals, trying to save money, maximize money here and there, really planning for his retirement. That's my He has to cash in before his time is up. And I think that's why he's looking to move. So he can recoup <laughs> some of the losses that he's experienced from COVID. Basa would give him anything yeah, he wants. I mean, Dude, that man is They'd sad, give him man, anything he life. wants. If he just said I want an increase, they would do it. Yeah, but by that much. So TK, in as far as Messi's performance, uh, that guy can still play. But maybe now we need to say push Messi into the midfield. But now if you push Messi to the midfield, you are sacrificing a bit of aggression there. Because yes, he does he does defend. Messi does defend. But when he wants to, he picks his moments. So Ronald Koeman's job would be, how do I get Messi to go into deeper areas so he can affect play there? Imagine Messi picking up a ball and just running 10 feet and releasing a pass instead of having to run all the way to the goal like he used to. Like 10 feet, release a pass yeah. to like a Dembele. And, and you know what? Dembele needs a coach who trusts him. That's, that's my take on Dembele. Mm. I saw Dembele at Dortmund. Dembele at Dortmund was and a I problem. Think... And you, you don't get bad overnight, man. You you can't get it. Same thing with Coutinho. You don't get bad <laughs> overnight. You need a coach who mm. trusts you and says, listen, I trust you. Because Coutinho would have two bad games for Barca. And they drop him for five games, bring him back. He has another bad game. When, when is he supposed to gain his momentum, his consistency? Coutinho mm. is not given a chance. Same thing for Dembele. Yeah. Barcelona has players. Barcelona has played. Now, personally, I think the reason all the other stars don't shine there is because everything has to sort of be catered for Messi. And that's why I think Messi leaving would actually be a rebirth for Barca. Not because he's a bad player. He's done everything he can with Barca. Like, there's really nothing for him there anymore. Go elsewhere and just, you know. But I think that's when now players can be played in their right positions. I mean, all these guys, Thierry uh, uh, Henry, uh, Zlatan, they all complain that everything they was shifted to suit Messi mm. at the expense of mm. other players. And mm. that's why they were frustrated. And that's a reality for many youngsters they, who come in and they cannot shine. They cannot shine because Messi is still mm. there. Messi but there was a period, go. man, when, when Messi Not was injured for a bit of time. I, I can't remember if it was the last season or the previous one. And they played a couple of games. And yeah, it didn't look like the, the normal Barcelona. And I guess... It's a squad, man. They start sulking, scared. All of these guys, I think it's actually... The old guard needs to go. This is the this is the go. ANC. This is the the factions within the ANC. This is the Zuma faction. Yeah, but they they have to go. I think also it would just yeah. re-energize some of them. I think Messi still has two, three years to offer. Yes, he might have to, you know, play a deeper role or more assisting and than scoring as many goals. It's it's that time now. But I think if he moved to Man City, it would be 
be exciting for mm. any football fan out there just to see what it I won't be. lie, a Messi KDB combo. Yes, yes. Yay, 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 yay. That will be lethal. Absolutely lethal. And you still got a Guerra up there, so Hey, no, it's going to be, yeah, that would be absolute havoc. I just wonder who Man City would need to sacrifice to cater for, for Messi. Actually, the, the, the rumors are that um, Bernardo Silva and Gabriel Jesus would go the other way to Barca. Ah, yeah. Jesus would actually be a good buy for Barca, eh? I think Bernardo Silva yeah, Bernardo, is more of a good buy. Bernardo fan. Mm. Yeah, Penal yeah. is a solid player. Brilliant. Okay, player. okay. So, yeah, guys, we've got some interesting developments. We'll be keeping our eyes on the TV. Look, I think over the next week, we're going to hear story after story of Barcelona, the old guard. But, yeah, it's, it's really going to be interesting. Looking forward to Monza. Look, I'm, I know they won't. You know when you, you know something won't happen, but you still hope... I hope that uh, yeah, Ferrari can do something. Something uh, stop, you know, stop, 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 stop it. Yeah, I must really stop it. And and look, we should see the PSL wrap up the final two games. So yeah, it's gonna be quite an interesting week. So I think by the next podcast, we'll know who the winner of the PSL is. We'll probably have a, a clear way forward in terms of Messi, where he's going. And look, NBA, we'll see where we are around that time. But yeah, things are getting interesting. Yeah, yeah man. Just, 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 yeah, just to close it off on, on Messi, definitely. man. If I may say uh, one more thing, man. Like, guys, why, why are, you, are we trying to give Guardiola another pass? You want him to have Messi again, and then you'll be like, ah, he's a great coach. Messi must go to another <laughs> team. No, enough. It's a perpetration. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a perpetration of the team. same thing. Look, who can afford Messi? Uh, obviously, you, you think of PSG and Man City. Those yeah, are it's PSG. It's and Juve. Eh? Yeah, and Juve can make it work. Adidas, Adidas yeah. is in the building. They yeah, can make it work. Yeah, imagine, imagine Messi and Ronaldo. Oh, 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 imagine Messi and CR7 yeah. on opposite ah. sides of the pitch. For, for, for football. Yeah, look, football, it would be good yeah, for the yeah, Italian league. It would be very good. For yeah, that's for football sake. That's, yeah. that's why I was genuinely hoping that Ben Arno would have bought AC Milan and would get Messi. But yeah, dreams, you know, because because then that would be ideal. Oh, Seems Inter has buying muscle now. Might as well go to Inter. Yeah. Where did Inter get the money? All of a sudden, new ownership. They just they've able got to a- buy. They've players. got Asian ownership, Chinese, I think. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, clearly, clearly. Look, so no. a, a possible move to Italy could could actually work for Messi. I think the the climate is, is quite similar. The weather's quite similar. It's not like your England where he'll have to go there and play. What's that team? Southampton or whatever on the weekend. Oh. Oh. A Tuesday night at Stoke. Stoke. <laughs> Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
<laughs> we get you, but could you do it on Tuesday night at seven? <laughs> <laughs> no, look at guys, I think that wraps up the podcast. Hey, oh, Tuesday night okay. it's still okay. No, nice one guys. Nice one, eh? Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Easy. Easy. Sure. Catch up soon. <laughs>